0: good morning everybody happy new week i'm very very excited to be here with my amazing author leslie thomas who wrote a book called fabulous finding fabulous over 60 flash up your book leslie flash up finding fabulous over 60 it's a beautiful bright yellow cover um you know i'm very very excited you and i have sort of known each other for quite a while um you know before we even worked together, we were connected on Facebook. Is that right?
1: Oh, absolutely. Many years, probably about 10, 15, something, a long time.
0: Yeah, I know, I know. And so then you came along to an event, I think it was last year in about what, this time last year? No, I, I came to the August one. The, you came to the retreat, but then you did your workshop prior well, to Well, I that. came to the,
1: the August, the 18th uh, morning workshop, and
0: ah, then i did the I did a november retreat. retreat yes you're right you're right i got it all i thought you were the august retreat so you were at the august half day you yes. did the november retreat and you were so disciplined that you had your book already pretty much yes. into the publishing process by the time retreat came That's and then right. you've had your book now for a few months how when did the book come out then
1: It came, funnily enough, I received my bulk order exactly five months to the day after that workshop. It was the 18th of January.
0: (laughs) Amazing. So so pretty much like a November participant, we would say they get their book in hand by end of March or whatever. But because you worked really diligently before your uh, retreat attendance, you actually had it in hand literally a month or six weeks after the retreat ended, which is amazing. Congratulations congratulations I'm really really impressed by everything that you've already accomplished and it hasn't even been a year right thank you amazing so today we're here to talk about the mayhem magic and miracles of Leslie's life and um, she'll tell us a little bit about what your passion was behind wanting to write your book and the types of people you want to be helping so let me like give you guys the official introduction of who she is and then she'll we'll have a bit of a chat about what's in her book and you know, how other, can, other people can get value from it. So during her 67 years on this planet, uh, Leslie has experienced not only magic and miracles, but also the depths of despair and torment from the disease of addiction. For the last 25 plus years, Leslie has also been on an extensive and often extremely challenging spiritual and personal development journey. So in, in addition, she has 15 years experience working with me- women in 12-step recovery and the disease of addiction. And she has now been sober since 21st of March, 2006. Um, Leslie's clean lifestyle has seen her transform into a fit and vibrant 67-year-old woman. So Leslie's own spiritual and personal development has strengthened her highly intuitive and empathetic nature, which enhances her work with others as she taps into her past experiences to shine a light on the unspoken. So Leslie has two absolutely beautiful children. She lives in Melbourne and she's owned by her, by Solly the cat. <laughs> I love that. Oh, beautiful. So thank you so much, um, Leslie. I'm always, I've gotten um chance to also get to know you a bit more since we started working together, like through the Friday night drinks, you know, although you drink soda water or whatever a sparkling non-alcoholic right. drink has been, yeah. And, um, uh, you know, we've caught up for a dinner here in Melbourne and all that sort of stuff. So tell me a little bit about your journey, you know, You've obviously overcome a lot of a lot of things and I know the specific things that you do about to maintain and stay you know um sober and um away from addiction tell me a bit a bit more about that
1: well um staying away from addiction um I'll always have the disease of addiction um yeah. um very briefly, people that um, have got the disease of addiction have got a chemical in their brain, which um, sends them into, uh, when it's released, just sends them into this frenetic, um, I've got to have more of this substance. And um, it, it just floods the brain and you literally, it doesn't matter how good or bad a person you are, you have got absolutely no control o- over that desire it's 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 a physical allergy coupled by a mental obsession it's just a nightmare an absolute nightmare and the only way I I managed to stop was getting to AA and I received a miracle from what I call my higher power Um, uh, but it's it's was my worst nightmare and it's not something I would wish on my worst enemy to be quite honest it's a terrible terrible disease it really is that's very briefly.
0: Yeah. Tell me well, tell me then that moment. Well, what was the defining moment? What happened? Like you well, know that okay. Well, well, I around. actually
1: received a miracle. Um and, and for years I'd been, you know, waking up in the morning feeling like death warmed up and swearing black and blue I'd never do that again. And then by mid-morning I, I couldn't wait till I had a drink again. And that was my because my body decided so insanely that it would change the mind of whatever was going on up here. And I, I know it sounds ridiculous. It's almost like being two people. And every morning I would be just in tears about it because when I woke up, I, I knew I, who I really was, did not want this substance. And um, I, I would pray every morning to, to whatever's out there. And, um, you know, very, very briefly, one morning my prayer was a little different and I I'd been hanging on to the unit I was renting. I'd been hanging on to this job I had, and I'd been hanging on to this little secondhand car I was paying off. Yeah. And um, I just said, look, I'll, I'll, I'll give up these things. I'll, I'll just, you can take them away. I'll, you know, go and live in a, um, a house with, other alcoholic women I'll go to AA every day I'll do whatever you know I really felt myself surrender I, I completely I just gave up yeah. and yeah. um and I was. I, I received a miracle in that moment and and it's very personal I have written about it in in the book but it was like I I heard a voice talk to me and um I felt something come into my chest and like it felt like you know I, I interpreted it as a hand and it, you know the voice said to me um, and I know it sounds ridiculous people probably think I'm a lunatic but it's actually what, what I experienced the voice said to me I, I I have looked at your heart and you're speaking your truth and you can keep your unit and your job and your car and I'll take your disease and I felt this Hand come in and take something out, and I remember afterwards, I was so gobsmacked. You know, I was sort of going like this, going, "It's gone." It felt physically like something had been removed. And from that day to this, over fifteen years later, I have never ever experienced the desire for alcohol again. It was just in—I was just in awe, absolute awe of what I'd
0: experienced. Yeah, wow. amazing. So but it's I then. Did you then start going? Did the personal development then journey beca- began then? No,
1: that- no, it had already begun when I left my ex partner. I, I had a relationship in my early 40s and I for three years and I left that relationship in June 1998. And that was when I went, okay, who I you know it was a terrible relationship, not only for me, but for him. Um, yeah. And I uh, I, I had this moment of clarity where I, I found myself saying to myself well who i who I am attracted him so mm. I said about I've got to change everything about me that I need to change so that I never attract someone like that again and that was the start of my journey June 1998 and what's that 23 years ago and yeah. I actually received another miracle for when I stopped smoking in June 2000, and then, the, you know, the the alcohol miracle was six years later, you know, and all this time I'd been seeing, you know, and still today, I see yep. someone, um, you know, professional for, for things that come up, you know, and that I want to yep. deal with. Uh, it's mm. just been this huge long <laughs> journey that I thought might take, you know, a couple of years. It's been 23
0: It's never ending our experience of learning and um, I guess unpacking things from our past and, you know, just understanding our bodies, right? So Mm -hmm. what are some of the things that you do now that, you know, keep you on the track? I mean, do you have days where you are drawn to certain things? Like, you know, uh, as you said, it's a disease that never goes away. There's a chemical in our brain. So how do you maintain all of that?
1: Well, you know, AA was fantastic, doing a 12-step recovery program, which I've done several times. Um, yep. I I do things like every morning I start with time with my higher power in, in prayer or just talking, just like I'm talking yep. to you. Uh, yep. Meditation, it's so important. I've got to yep. start the day getting this into a really peaceful mode. Um, and, you know, that... that that's really important to me. I play beautiful music, you know, 528 Hertz for you know beautiful energy and calm out. Is I that a piano
0: that. behind you? Pardon? Is that a
1: piano? Is that yes. a piano? Yeah, that's a you piano. Play it? you yeah, play Yeah, I do play, but when I said I play music, I'm I'm <laughs> talking about a live stream. Um Go. and I play that to my pet my cat my plants and myself and it's just this piece I don't listen to the news much I'll listen to the headlines a couple of times a week just to keep my finger in the pie I stopped listening to the news a long long time ago because it was just depressing um Mm. and I thought no I'll just listen to the headlines every now and again and um I just want I just want to bring beautiful stuff into this I'm kind to myself one of the most important things I do for myself is I forgive other people for perceived wrongs. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, someone might say or do something intending this and I might take it that way and get all offended. Um, And that's just what a waste of time that is. So I just, I forgive my, my, my sort of thing is I forgive everybody for everything always. Mm. And sometimes that will take a moment. I get on my knees and I go, okay, I want this out of me. I'm willing to forgive them, and if I don't feel it, I do that every day until you know. Like if it's something big, yeah. I, I do it every day until I can actually physically feel it leave me. And to me, that's and and then I send that person love and and real love from my heart. And the difference in how I feel is extraordinary. You know, um, more often yeah. than not, that other people aren't even aware that we've got a grievance. So why waste my time worrying about it so yeah always got to let it go
0: i love it you're getting lots of beautiful comments very inspiring you know lovely to oh. hear your story beautiful experience thanks for sharing just from a few people i am oh, just got the so nice.
1: yeah no, so i can't i can't see anything because i haven't I got know. glasses on
0: but the reason I know. you know. Just keep talking don't worry about everyone else you can go and reply to them later <laughs> you know So that's beautiful. I know for a fact that from, because I've got to hang out with you, as you said, you know, when we caught up over um, COVID Friday nights, we used to catch up every Friday night on zoom and you'd be on most of those. Right. And you talked about the fact that even when you eat and your diet, you know, is very structured, and regimented and you said that even in that um, area, you, you know, you could go and you've had a weight loss journey. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Oh, look,
1: I've had a weight problem up and down yo-yo dieting since um, I was about 18, and um, I didn't know then that it's actually processed sugar and processed flour that I'm addicted to, which brings on overeating. Like if I had a chicken and salad for dinner, for instance you know, I can eat it, you know, as much as I like of chicken and salad. And I go, yeah, that was great. And and the thought I want more of that just does not come into my head. Yeah. If I have something with processed sugar in it, it shuts down. I've had enough to eat and it opens up the door to, I need a heck of a lot more of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I will just like, I, I could go to the supermarket and, and, um, you know, and, and this has happened to me where I've been so distressed about something, I've thought I've got to comfort eat and I've got to comfort watch TV because then I won't be thinking because I didn't want to think about the issue. So I'd go go to the supermarket and I wouldn't buy one ice cream. I'd buy one or two boxes of oh ice creams and I wouldn't buy one muffin. I'd buy, you know, a pack of those four muffins, you know, oh. th- because it was like when I was drinking I couldn't just buy one bottle of wine I had to have a copious amount that would cover me for the length of time I planned to indulge in that you know my body I've got to have this I've got to have more um would would just be ringing you know that's not enough you know I need more yeah and of course it it having a sugar hangover is like having an alcoholic hangover. Um, So, you know, ultimately um, I I went to, so I got help from somebody who not only taught me how to exercise properly, and that included weights and cardio, which I do at home now and, and in the park um, also gave me a food plan. This person was a food scientist um, And she she was just incredible. And I talk about her in my book. Um, And I have a certain amount of carbs, certain amount of protein, certain amount of fats every day. And, you know, when I used to yo-yo diet, I'd be scared of eating too many carbs or anything like that. But, of course, she taught me you've got to have carbs because you need carbs for your building of your lean muscle and you need the fats to help all the good stuff be travelling around your body. And you know, she taught me so many things and I put everything I could remember in my book um, about how to eat properly. And it took me quite a long time to actually transfer from, you know, crash dieting on, on meal replacement shakes through to... Eat, eating well all the time you know yeah. she was training me physically um yeah and, and yeah so that was quite a journey but i can't afford to pick up processed sugar and processed flour i was also addicted to diet coke sugar free oh, wow. lollies vicks vapor mm-hmm. drops oh, wow. protein bars yeah with the chemicals wow. in the protein bars and the diet coke and the sugar free lollies yeah mm
0: terrible stuff well, so, yeah, so. because I, I remember you telling us how you measure everything every yes. you know for everything that you do and you yeah. have your fa- favorite things that you have and you put together and you, you were like almost like a little cookbook in your head like of the exact thing that you would you would eat and it's so wonderful to have to identify those kind of things you know and get to a place because you're absolutely stunning you know I met you in real life finally you know the dinner back in February and um. You know, you live and breathe everything that you've talked about in your book, and um, and you know. So, what are some of your intentions like? Where, how do you help people now um, on their journeys, and who are you looking to work with? Well, I, I
1: um, that's that's an interesting question. I, I mean, my my whole plan is to help mostly well women it was originally mentally emotionally yeah. physically spiritually and one day financially mm. um, you know because they're they're the areas i'm trying i've been trying to help myself all these years um, and I've had I've had several people email me, because my email address is in my book, that have, have got the most extraordinary problems. Um, are the same either one or more of the problems and issues I've had. So I've been able to sort of um, mentor a bit to them, which has been really yep. wonderful. Um, but, um, you know, AA, I'm a like a volunteer sponsor for a program called Arch to Freedom. Um, Last year I was very active in it all through, you know, COVID. Um, And uh, I haven't gone to as many meetings this year purely because other things have been coming up in regard to the books. I go to a lot of markets now to try and sell my book. And um, so that, you know, that obviously takes up a lot of time. And I've, um, I've, I've employed a publicist. And yep. she's currently making a plan for me to help me, you know, get it out there more and hopefully maybe do some podcasts with people or radio or whatever. Um, so because I want to get it out there more. I've had some really incredible responses from men that have read it, which really surprised me. One was an accountant um, who I always thought thought I was a bit dippy, who was the husband of um, a, a friend who bought it. And he sent me a really long email, which I which I was just stunned by, um, telling me how much he enjoyed it. Uh, I'd never expected him to read it, and that he thought it was just for women, but it wasn't. It was for men too. And that he'd been really inspired by it. And he gave me a list of things, you know, in point form of everything he really enjoyed about it. So I was I was really surprised by that. And I was really grateful. Um, and I've got he's also put me on to some Rotary people and I've got some Rotary speaking events coming up, which is great. Um, yeah, really thrilled about that. So I hope that's answered your question.
0: Yeah, I, it has and even more so because obviously some of the activities and I'm really it's a way to catch up with you anyway, and go what's been happening since the book came out and just all of these things you yeah, keep saying yes to all of the opportunities because We cannot have people, our authors be be, the best-kept secret in some of these strategies. You've got to do the work. I can help you get to the point of having the book and I teach you and talk and talk and train and train so much with you guys, but you've got to actually go and do it. You know, no one else is going to make us um, a success unless we are willing to go and shake people's hands and pound that pavement and everything you've just said to me, you know, podcasting and even I've engaged publicists multiple occasions through my career and business, you know, to give it an oomph and, you know, that extra credibility that you get when people start to hear you. And today is one of those activities that you're doing. More people, people that follow me and watch these Monday morning lives, they're gonna hear, you know, maybe five, six, 10. I mean, this is gonna be spread in other areas as well as a podcast on YouTube. You know, it's just, um, I say, it's uh, expanding your digital footprint Mm-hmm. Uh, which means, you know, who knows what random person is going to be inspired about this story they're hearing today. You know, a 67-year-old woman who has, you know, been through hell and back, if you like, you know, and um, and is now, has lived this clean, sober lifestyle. And, you know, mm-hmm. you absolutely, you know, the way you come across is definitely someone who's got a way to go than, you know, what people sometimes think about, being at this stage of their lives yeah oh well you know like I feel like rather than
1: 67 you know I I feel like I'm 17 again and my whole life's opened up to me which is extraordinary and but it's good you know you made a really important point about how you can take us so far but we have to actually get out there and do the legwork I remember when I first heard you saying you know do two um uh, networking, networking events a week and, and do videos. No, I went into deep depression. <laughs> I really did. I thought, oh, my God, you've got to be kidding me, you know, because me, you know, alcoholism, the disease of addiction, you tend to isolate. And me doing stuff like that, you know, even at this stage, even after doing the 12-step recovery program so many freeing times um, and dealing with, you know, other issues with, you know, psychologists and counsellors, I still balked at doing that. And it took me two or three months to actually start doing any of it. Um, But it it was really important that I did do that um, because that's what the universe wanted me to do. And I'm one of these people that doesn't go, oh, I should do that because that'll help me or or I should do that because that's good for me. I'm one of these people that has to be forced (laughs) and um and that was the same with with aa i i I, originally i was so desperate to get well and to not have this good intention failure guilt cycle happening every frigging day that's when i went to aa that's when i surrendered and got my miracle and Mm -hmm. once i started doing what you told me to do that's when things started getting some momentum and things started happening so You know, it's interesting. It's it's very interesting. But, yes, I feel like I'm a 17-year-old and my life's just starting because, you know, the the alcoholism took life away from me. You know, it it really did. And it's only, you know, being sober 15 years and being away from that nightmare relationship I had in my 40s that I left when I was 45. I'm now 67. I now feel like I'm living, you know, and that's a long time. But it took me a lot longer than normal people, I would say, because I had extra mental issues to deal with, you know? Yeah. So yeah.
0: But you yeah, as you say, you know, you know, when I see you, I just see someone with a bubble of energy and, you know, always, always really, you know, insightful in the things that you share. And um, oh, you know, I really you. appreciate it. And yeah, you know, Kim said you've developed so much wisdom, Leslie. Thanks for your interview. I know you've been making a huge difference. And she says that your forgiveness sounds like practice from Hawaii sorry if I didn't say that right Um, yeah so yeah some of those things absolutely so did Mm -hmm. you choose to write the book you know to get help you know our help in writing your book through the body health or in a way to be pushed so you have to do it no 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 tell me a little bit about
1: that in the process it's really interesting you should say that I had a terrible month in July last year I was absolutely at the depths again and I was right into the sugar and flour and comfort eating and because I couldn't cope with, you know, I was I was absolutely gripped by fear in my life and I called it joyless July. <laughs> but something in me told me that August would be awesome and I really felt that at the turnover of, you know, the end of July, 1st of August. And I remember I was on the 9th of August, I think I suddenly opened up Facebook and I saw your post for a morning workshop and something pinged inside of me and I, I immediately felt uplifted um, you know I, I, I couldn't explain why I just felt really uplifted and, and of course booked into that course and, and as I was listening to you talk that morning I could feel all through me yep i meant to write a book and from that moment on I could not stop writing and I felt like something was writing for me because every waking moment I had to have notepads I had sticky pads all over the place because yeah. I just had to keep writing stuff down um mm. and I felt like you know and when I finished the book I thought and it went into editing I thought oh I should have put that in and I should and this voice kept saying no leave it leave. You know and you you sort of wondered about how fast I did everything honestly that was coming from something else because
0: channel
1: honestly and it only wanted me to talk about what I've talked about and leave everything else out mind you I've talked about a heck of a lot <laughs>
0: yeah. but um, no, you-,
1: you know it, I knew that your you and your program was the way to go i just could feel it and it
0: was it was brilliant absolutely brilliant well you followed everything we said i mean you were um also what i loved about your attitude was to let things go and to keep progressing not to sit a tinker and um you know just and i guess maybe part of everything you've said today is you've really been become attuned and aligned in who you are and the messages that you do receive, you know, who knows where they're coming from. Could be from our subconscious, could be from a higher power, you know what I mean? We don't know, but you've be, become attuned to listening to them and following that. Well, I think the, most, the most important thing about that
1: is to go with that very first thought. You yes. know, too many times I've seen people go, Yeah, you know, brilliant idea, and then and then the mind kicks in and go, oh, do you think I should, or maybe I should you know. I didn't want to borrow that. I just went with that first thought and the first thought is always the right one because you can feel yeah. it in your heart, you know, and yep, yeah, no, that's it. All the way yeah. through. Done. Next chapter. And poor Stuart, yeah. because I would be waiting for <laughs> him to give me feedback and boom, yeah. and the next one would be straight
0: off to him and he probably thought, oh shit, I thought I was going to have a day or two break from this moment. <laughs> no, it was fine. It was we love, you know, the, when people are proactive and they're moving things quickly because that's how we operate as well. And I so agree with you about that first thought and decision about what you should do or, or, you know, where should you should go and listening to your gut and all that kind of stuff. You know, even when we go out shopping, isn't it the first thing we see that we like? It's usually the thing we come back to to get at the end of the end of that trip and all that sort of stuff. I love it. Well, we've really enjoyed, you know, having you part of the process. I mean, you were one of the, I would say, the high-achieving authors who wanted to get her work done even before she attended the actual retreat. Usually people will wait um, for that, that to become real. The, the retreat date is when everything starts and it becomes real. But whereas you worked in the lead-up, actually I had two ladies just on the weekend who uh, joined us and um, both of them have encouraged them to do what you did. Because yeah. I like, oh, you've got three months now to do the August retreat. You may as well be, have your prep with it, and start working on it. Then you need to focus on your marketing, which is what you're doing now. Because yeah. most of your retreat buddies only just got their books. Yeah. You know, they're about to get them. And you are like three or four months already ahead of um, everything else that you've been able to now implement. When, yeah. yeah. So where can people get your book? Show us your book again. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's finding fabulous over sixty. And yeah. so, so tell us the website and I'll repeat it. The website
1: is Leslie Rhonda Thomas, and that's Leslie E Y and Rhonda without an H dot mm-hmm. com. Mm-hmm. Leslie Rhonda Thomas com. Love it. Yeah, and not, it, it never occurred to me that you know I should have finding fabulous
0: over sixty. You know, and
1: but you anyway. can buy
0: that. You can buy that and then you can connect them both to point to the same spot. Oh, well, so that's you can, I'll do that then. I'll do that when yeah. I, from here if it's available. I, I definitely yeah, I think can. it would be. I mean, because it's a longer one. But yeah, buy Finding Fablets Over 60.com and then have your website person connected and pointed. But your personal branding with Leslie Rhonda Thomas is also uh, important. So yes. definitely. And I am you to buy
1: off the Leslie Rhonda.com. Do- thomas.com site rather than yes. amazon because or, or anywhere else because it takes three months to get paid and you don't get paid
0: in what <laughs> right, you get paid on your own landing page <laughs> but anyway if you get it from leslie directly you'll get it signed so that's yes. another bonus um yes, you, get it signed but, from me. And, you know and personally packaged and sent off to you which is which is what i often get asked by people um you know with my own books so. I can't wait to hear where this journey takes you in the next six, 12 months and beyond. I know you're going to be part of our community. I really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart, you sharing your story and vulnerabilities through life and how you've tapped into your intuition. And by all means, go and check out some of the comments. I will, I will, yes. Yeah, it's been amazing chatting to you again. I always... Always love how full of life and zest you are and um, keep helping people that need your help.
1: And, look, thank you and your team. You know, it was just the most incredible journey. I couldn't have done it without you guys, honestly. It was brilliant. And I thoroughly recommend you and the team for anyone thinking of writing a book. It's brilliant. You you held my hand the whole way. I couldn't have done it without you, to be honest. So thank thank you. you.
0: Well, if anyone is listening, then writeabook.com.au, then contact us from there. And we'll, um, we can help you out. We, we love doing what we do. It's just uh, so rewarding to then sit down on these interviews with the ready books and, and hear people's stories. So have an amazing week ahead, Leslie, and um, keep smashing it, right? Yes. See you guys. Bye. <laughs>